welcome to the podcast number 122. Hi, Reg. Sorry if you can hear some banging in the background, that'll be Reggie playing with his ball. Do you know what? I've just realised we don't have an intro anymore, do we? Mm. But we should have. It should be, hello, sorry if you can hear Reggie in the background. Because <laughs> that's the start of every single episode. Uh, I think people are used to it by now, right? I think we should record an intro soon for the podcast. No. Okay, that's that sorted then. Do you know what happens, That's how Phil? everything that gets sorted, body I have an idea and Jen goes, nope. And then Jen has an idea and I don't get a say in it. It just happens anyway. <laughs> no, because what happens when we try and add something new in? We start doing the podcast. I mean, an intro is pretty simple. <laughs> we don't have to do it every week. It's just an intro. You record oh, it, pop yeah. it at the front. I think we should have an intro and outro. The intro should be, hello, um, sorry if you can hear, banging in the background, it's Reggie. And the outro should be... Thanks for listening. Sorry if you could hear Reggie in the background banging. <laughs> the end. It's quite a familiar, uh, not familiar, quite a... Common? Common yeah, theme. common theme. You're a common theme. Well, yeah, because I'm on it every week. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, very common theme to this episode, this podcast even. Yeah. I am in, like, the world's comfiest spot right now, which is... Sat next to me? No. Okay. Very much not. I honestly very much not have not been this comfy in a whole entire week. Not just no, but very much not. <laughs> very much not. Why are you so comfortable? Uh, well, I've got this little blanket that's in my back crevice, and back crevice. Yeah. The worst thing is, everyone knows, what, knows you mean. what I mean. Yeah. yeah, right. And then I've got a foam roller under my feet to elevate my feet. Which I'm rolling on my feet, which is quite a nice little foot massage. Mm-hmm. And uh, my butt's not hurting on the hard seat, so we're on to a winner. Living the dream. Yep. Because have. every other row of every day, every part of my body hurts. So mm-hmm. it's nice that right now, whilst recording episode 122, nothing's hurting. Why do you keep telling everyone what episode number it is? I don't know, I like it. It's a nice <sighs> number. I like odd, uh, even numbers, <laughs> not odd numbers. Well, wow. <laughs> We do have a small problem today, though. Is it um, Reggie? No, it's us two. We can't speak very well. Yeah, we've just recorded the client podcast and none of the words that we said made sense. <laughs> there was something useful in I know this. a lot of clients listen to the public one as well, so... Um, Hopefully this one makes more sense. Yeah, fingers crossed you get something from this because I don't know if you got anything from the client one this week. <laughs> Tried my best. <laughs> I really did. I don't know what happened. I think it's because it's this conservatory. It's quite warm. Is that what you think? Is that what you're putting it down to the heat? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Right, well, this week, the four-step process to not spiral in when things don't go to plan. And interestingly, already something hasn't gone to plan in this episode. Can you tell what it is, Jen? You've not recorded it. No, I hope it's not that one. <laughs> no, it's recorded. So, I don't I mean, want to do it again. I don't know why. I've not given any value yet, so it wouldn't make a difference. But I don't want to give up my comfy spot. It's not that. No. Uh, is it the... Uh, you've not put you saying what? Yeah, I've not put P and J next to each <laughs> section. So there's there's sections of the podcast that I've through blood, sweat, and tears put together for you all um, to make sure we put a highly valuable podcast episode out. I've not put P and J next to each section, so I've so, no uh, idea who's saying what bit. Anything could happen. Like we'd just be talking over each other, well, saying the same sentences. At what the same we've discovered time. is that that probably isn't going to happen because you just take lead on everything, so you just start speaking. I'll just wait. <laughs> You just jump in whenever. I'll wait for a quiet spot. <laughs> Whereas what you do is you don't wait for a quiet spot, you just start speaking. Oh no, so we're doing antenatal courses this week, aren't we? Very sexist. Um, <laughs> honestly, every time. Sexist course. Where's the uncle natal courses? <laughs> um, 
Makes me laugh every time. Yourself. You make yourself laugh yeah, every time. I really find it hilarious. <laughs> anyway, it's on Zoom and there was 10 couples and they put us in breakout rooms and we went into one and no one spoke. And if you know anything about me or you've heard me talking about this before, I can't abide silence. And I just word vomit my way through silence. And if you know anything about me, you'll know I'm socially anxious, so I just stared at the screen. <laughs> Which is what I think the other four couples did. That's why this works. It was literally just me going, oh yeah, so I don't know the answer to any of these questions. We're like extremes of each other, aren't we? You say loads of words all the time and I say no words at any point ever. Yeah, but the thing is, like, I'm not comfortable in that situation. I just hate silence. Yeah. It makes me incredibly uncomfortable. I'd I'm rather fine. just say words and it sounds ridiculous. See, in those situations, I forgot what words are. <laughs> words like i literally don't know words should we give you a word to say if you're ever in that situation yeah but it's gonna be something stupid like that doesn't make sense uh our word you're gonna give me our word to say well it's quiet in here isn't it what if no one says anything see that's where my mind goes <laughs> and where do i go next then they're gonna think i'm the confident one to lean on me oh no i don't want that i did that in the group i ended up leading the conversation and i really didn't enjoy it see i had that issue when i went to crystal maze you remember oh you did the guy that said that right, was hilarious do you know which bit i'm on about the bit where you he tried to make a joke and you made no it not that oh, bit. tell before that story because that. that's funny i'll tell that one in a second but before that the guy was like right you need to pick a captain so i looked at everybody i was like does anybody want to be captain someone went, well you spoke first so you must be the captain and I was like you don't know me I do not want to be the captain because <laughs> the last thing I want to be and then I got dragged around Crystal Maze having to make decisions and I was like I don't want to do this I don't want to be making decisions well then tell them what else you did because it was really funny to watch uh, what was the quote that he said was um, it on Titanic I don't know I can't remember uh, so the, basically imagine it was to infinity and beyond I think it might have been actually <laughs> I actually think it might have been that really? But it's one of it's one of those things where like I love a dad joke. I think dad jokes are life. I think they're the know. best things ever. If if you're new to the podcast, just watch listen to any of the podcasts to find evidence of this. So, but because of that, it means that I know all dad jokes. So I don't know a lot of good jokes, but I know a lot of dad jokes. Phil's incredible memory really serves him well on that front. But basically, guy tried to tell a dad joke, and I out dad joked him, which was <laughs> spectacular. It was one of my favourite moments because he said, "To infinity and beyond." who said that. Now, obviously, the answer's Buzz Lightyear, so I said, you just then. And he kind of, like, looked at me <laughs> and was like, right, okay, let's go. <laughs> and we all just ran off. It was a great moment. I really enjoyed it. It was hilarious. Mm. Anyway, something about uh, not spiralling. Let's talk about that. Because that man in that moment spiralled. <laughs> Did. Panicked. So, talking about things that might send us spiralling could be something like missing a workout. And then you've missed a workout, so you missed the rest of the week. You don't stick to your food plan or your calorie target, and then you give up on your diet. Or you don't hit your step target, and you stop moving for days. You think, what's the point? Why bother? Can't do it anyway. All the negative self-talk hits you. We know if you listen to this podcast that you know exactly what we mean. (laughs) Because 100% of the ladies that we speak to on calls come in with this mindset because dieting creates it. Absolutely, you've hit the nail on the head. It's never your fault, just to be really clear before we go into the four-step process. You'll have been either subconsciously, but definitely without you knowing, you'll have been driven into this direction because you'll have been told that in order to achieve your goals, you have to stick to 
insert plan. That's what has to happen. So when you don't, it's like, ah, and then you spiral. You just, oh, I can't do it. What, what's the point? I'm never going to stick to this. And of course, we have a different way of going about things in order for you to not only succeed, but get long-term results as well so that you can get permanent lifestyle changes. So the step two, three, and four are things that you need to do. But step one in itself, as with most things, is the most important part as it is with anything really. So if you don't do step one, you can't do step two, can you? But <laughs> reason being is step it one. It is dead important though. It is, step one. I just one, said that because you didn't put a PRJ next to it, so I didn't know you were supposed to be talking. There's a P there, <laughs> just at the start of pause. Uh, step one is to, so, when when something happens, let's say, and this is, a, this is an in the moment thing. So let's say, for example, you were supposed to um, eat, we'll, we'll use eating an item of food, like you'd planned your tea, and you ended up getting a takeaway instead, right? Oh, the, I want a takeaway now. I do. The very first step before you do anything else after that is to just pause for 60 seconds and just breathe. And that might sound really, really wishy-washy and spiritual. However, the reason that you need to do that is because what most people do when they spiral, in fact, what everybody does when they spiral is, they, they have something that happens that triggers the spiral and then we go off on loads of tangents of why we're rubbish and why we're not good enough and why we're stupid and why we're an idiot and why we just can never succeed at these things and why that's why for the last X amount of years we've never been successful at anything ever because we're a rubbish person, we're a horrible person, everybody hates us. We go on that kind of spiral. Whereas if you can just pause for 60 seconds and go, hang on a minute, literally a minute, I'm just going to breathe for the next 60 seconds. All right, I'm just going to take a 60 second buffer between eating that meal and moving on to step two. What that will allow you to do is become more present with where you're currently at and it will it will pause or even stop that spiral. Now, step two, three, and four are really important for taking things in a different direction. But as, we, as, as I was saying, it's more important to pause the spiral before trying to go in another direction because it's a little bit like running in one direction then trying to run in the other. So if you were to run as fast as you can in one direction and then I said change and you had to just turn and run in the other direction, you'd probably fall over naturally. Like if you were just trying to run at the same pace in different directions. But if I said run as fast as you can, then pause for 60 seconds, turn around and then run as fast as you can in the other direction, it'd be much more simple to do because you're coming from a paused position so although that's a practical and physical thing to do, it works the same in your mind as well. Your mind needs to be able to do this. So before we move on to step two, always pause. Take that 60 seconds to just breathe. Stop what you're doing so that you can then move on to step two, three, and four. And then before I go into step two, pause. Because did you, see me sneak, did you hear me sneak off? Yeah. Well, I know you did, but I'm asking the listener. All right, all right. Because I feel like I was dead still. Oh, right, I was going to say... I, I turned around and Reggie was stood at the door staring at me and I was like, I think you might need the toilet. Yeah. <laughs> and good? he did. I let him out. So. He's behind you now, do you know? Yeah. All right. Um, I just want to know if people let me sneak off or not because I feel like I don't do stealth very well but I feel like I just did it really well. You don't, you're very clumsy, aren't you? Yeah. Um, I think I've got to get better at being stealth recently. Mm. Anyway, step two. I'm back. I'm here. I'm ready for it. Um... <laughs> You're right. Do you know what I've said this several times today? I've said something and then gone. I wish you'd not just said something. Uh, me That's no. That's the third you, time yes. I've literally said that yeah, today. Yeah, many times I've thought yeah. that about you. Step Jen. two. I'm only joking. I think you're lovely. 
You think I'm ugly? Lovely. (laughs) 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 I genuinely thought you said ugly. (laughs) Imagine. No, I'm just joking. Not really, I think you're ugly. I'm only joking, I think you're ugly. (laughs) Oh gosh, right. So... Step two is reminding yourself that things not going to plan is a normal experience. Like, realistically, think of it. Like, there is literally no one in life who, like, everything goes to plan for. They may make it seem like it is on That's Instagram. Oh. Step three. Just Oops. Jen, that didn't quite go to plan. Should we go back to step two again? Yep. Step two. <laughs> Pause for 60 <laughs> seconds, breathe, and then we'll go to step two. See, it happens to the best of us. Which is step three, but we'll go yeah. back to step two. Right, so step two, remind yourself that things not going to plan is a normal experience and ask yourself to accept how things have turned out. My acceptance in that situation is that I'm not going to ask Phil to go back and cut that out of the podcast, so I've accepted that I got it wrong, hey, mate. Um, but if we can be accepting about the fact that things haven't gone to plan, it really allows us to stop judging and criticising ourselves because... That is one of the biggest mistakes I see people making is, is just getting caught in that like real negative self-talk and, and beating ourselves up about it when it has actually happened. Whereas, don't you do take that rug. He is being naughty. Um, if we can just accept it, it gives us so much more space to kind of move forward into step three. And I think the pause is the thing that allows you that time to accept it, isn't it? And allows you to be able to take that step away from it rather than it feeling so like close and in your face and that you can't see past it, which is often where we get stuck. 100%. And to be fair, step two and three are kind of similar, but until you've accepted that this is just how things are. So you've accepted that you've had the takeaway until you've accepted that you've missed that workout until you've accepted that you've not done as many steps as you said you was going to. Until you have that, it, it's taking responsibility and saying, right, this is just how things have gone. This is just is what it is. Until you do that, you can't move on to step three. That's why it's really important to do them in this order. These aren't four different things you can do. And I'll put this in this title, but it's really important to remember this is a four step process. You must work through all four and in this order. So once you've accepted and taken responsibility, which sounds like quite a brutal thing sometimes, but it's a really important thing. Said, yeah, this is just how things are right now. This is what's happened. I've had the takeaway, it's done, full stop. You can then remind yourself that this is something that also happens to other people. Other people have takeaways. Other people miss workouts. Other people don't quite hit the step target that they've set themselves. This is not a you thing. This is not something that you are alone with. This is not an isolated experience. You are not the only person on the planet who is struggling with this. And this is a really, really, really important step. And I appreciate I've said that about every step. But this is a really, really, really important step because quite often when we're struggling, the reason we spiral is because we think it's just us. It's just me. It's because I'm not good enough. It's because I'm rubbish. And then we start to compare. I wish I was. Insert person you saw on social media before that was at the gym. Even though that person might have missed the last six months at the gym. We don't know that. Maybe they've been consistent. It doesn't matter. That level of comparison isn't helping anybody. So it's really important that once you've paused, you're then able to recognise that this is normal. Accept it. It's happened. And then also recognise, do you know what? This happens to other people as well. This is a shared experience. This isn't isolated to me. We all do this. This is totally normal. And I think it, it 
it really is like that bit is hard sometimes to 100%. think so especially difficult. if you get caught on like I, I've heard clients saying this tons of times like when something's gone wrong for you if you then go on Instagram and you follow a load of like weight loss accounts or like slimming accounts and then they're all seemingly smashing it it can be so easy to convince yourself that it's just you and everyone else who's doing the same approach as you is killing it but like there's so many people who are doing it who aren't think about that situation you're in right now you're struggling and not posting about it they're only posting because they're doing well in that isolated second they might have been struggling for the last 23 hours and 59 minutes yeah so it's really important to recognize that on social media that it is often a uh it's just a, a place where people share positive experiences that they've had they tell you when things are going really well and that's why we then think we're always doing things wrong yeah and then step four which is a really interesting one um and reggie is being a pain in the butt today um so i apologize if i feel like i'm not i'm a bit disjointed because he's just being annoying um but um give yourself permission to feel your feelings like it's okay to feel tired stressed overwhelmed busy sad whatever it might be but do that without necessarily overanalyzing or punishing yourself because I think we can get so caught up on this idea that we shouldn't feel like this, it shouldn't be this, like this is a negative emotion, like I should be feeling like this, this and this, but actually like all of our emotions are valid and if we can kind of just accept that that's how we're feeling, again, it allows you to work through those emotions without feeling like you've failed in any way. So however that moment is making you feel, or if you have got something going on that caused that moment, allow yourself to feel that and, and, and think about, well, what actually is going to help me to either deal with that or what is help me going to help me to work through that. And this is a big part of what we do with our coaching, isn't it? It's helping people to understand what to do when we get to step four um, to, to almost move through that and that is so personal to each individual at that point and even to each individual situation isn't it and i think we have a value um a body brain belief which is i know my mind or i commit to knowing my mind and body in a way that i've never known it before and i think step four like really embraces that and allows us to understand ourselves in a different way without that criticism without that judgment and knowing that it's not just us 100%. So as a very quick recap, first thing to always do is just pause for 60 seconds, then remind yourself that totally normal. Take you know, take responsibility for it. It's happened. Then remind yourself it happens to other people. Other people also struggle. Other people have challenges. And then finally give yourself permission to feel the way that you're feeling. You don't need to push that away, but you don't need to overanalyze it either. And the obvious question now is like, how am I going to do that in the moment? Because when I'm spiraling, I'm spiraling. Or I'm about to spiral, I'm about to spiral. Like it's, you know, it's 100 miles an hour. Life is taking control of me. Which is why it's really important to have things like this written down. So you can have it in a pad, you can have it in your diary, you can have it in your notes on your phone. It doesn't really matter where it is. But it's really important that to begin with, you have this written down somewhere. Because with any, if we ever talk about a mindset change and there are steps to go through, always have them written down. Because when you're struggling, when you've got a challenge, when life throws you a curveball, it is not, right now a natural way for you to think oh i'll just go and do that four step mm. process i'll go and do that because that's what i need to do because right now you've got a different mindset instilled your current mindset is which is very yourself. as well yeah it happens boom instant light switch it's berate yourself punish yourself tell yourself you're not good enough 
and you're already in really deep there because that's what's going to happen. Whereas if you can have something written down, piece of paper, back pocket, top pocket, wherever it needs to be that just tells you this four-step process, you can then pause, which then allows you to then go and do the next three things. Because if you don't, you can't do step two, three, and four. They can't be done, which is why it's super important to have this written down somewhere. So... Oh, if you're in the 21st century, you might want only four. Only four. Well, <laughs> it depends what your job is. Very good point, actually. So and also, a lot of people don't like using social media in the day, so they have that. the phone locked away. Like, when I'm doing work, I don't like having my phone next to me or else I go on it. So I would need to have it written down on a piece of paper or else I'd just spiral. Um, alternatively, of course, drop Jen a DM and she'll just send you all four written down if you've not had a chance to... Um, if you don't want to go back through the episode, um, just drop Jen a DM and she will um, send you the four-step process so that you've got it there and then. Yeah, I will. Mm-hmm. I'm going to put Phil on the spot now. Terrific. Do you think I'm ugly? <laughs> <laughs> Do you think I'm ugly, Phil? Um, no, see you next week. <laughs> Question for you, Phil. Yeah. Why do you love coffee so much? Uh, I think there are many reasons. The first one, obviously the taste. I think coffee tastes fantastic. I think it's just that, I think it's really smooth. It's got that deep, uh, creamy, like just generally incredible taste. Second reason is, I really, really think it's an experience. So I like going to a coffee shop, I like going in there and like hearing the barista do his thing or her thing. Third thing is I like seeing it being made. So like just seeing like the coffee art, like the different things on do top of the coffee. That's interesting yes, fact. The what? fourth thing is... How much do you like I seeing really, it being made? I really like the smell. And how much do you like seeing it being made, Phil? Out of 10 or what? Out of on your For You page. There's a couple of coffees being made on my For You page. Them? All of them. <laughs> it's really good coffee Every picture on his For You page on Instagram. Is that what it's even called or is that TikTok? I think it's called. I don't know. I don't know. That page on Instagram where it gives you all the things of people that you don't follow. If you click search. Yeah. Whoa. Oh, I think it's... Oh, no. I don't know if it stopped us recording. I don't know if you can still hear us. I think I messed up. Oh, no. Oh, you can still hear us. You can still hear us. Phil's got a fancy new laptop and he's doing things he doesn't know what he's doing. Do you know when you get something new and it just does stuff that you don't want it to do? It's just connected my microphone to the laptop. I don't want that. We we, we don't need to know that. What we need to know is about your, we'll call it the For You page, Mm. and how many pictures of coffee is on there. All of them. I just think it's great. I just love watching it. Okay. I get lost in it. Like There's just so many different ways of making it. And what What was reason number four? The smell. The smell. I like smelling coffee. Yeah. It smells fantastic. What's reason number five? Uh, I really like all the different gadgets. I think it's yeah. cool, like, you know, like the little like, tamper and you've got your little, don't even know what it's called, it looks like one of them things you put on your head. Oh, the massage head yeah, things, yeah. Tiny, like a little one of them for a little tiny little rat. What's reason number six? Um, it reminds me of a time of peace. What's reason number seven? Uh, I like the branding <laughs> on the bags of coffee. That's reason number eight. Uh, I enjoy visiting new shops <laughs> that um, allow me to have uh, new experiences. What's reason number nine? Baristas are really nice people. <laughs> no, yeah. What's reason number ten? Um, when I go for a coffee, you don't always come, so I get to <laughs> <now. laughs> Reason number eleven. No, I just got that. What's eleven? 11's a number. Okay, bonus one for Jen. Uh, you like taking pictures of your coffee because what did your phone do to you the other day? 
I remember that little album of the coffees I've taken over the years. <laughs> Pictures of coffee I've taken over the years. With music behind it. <laughs> yeah, there's just loads of coffees. That You was on one or two of the photos, weren't you? No, it was all coffee. No, you was in the background. Oh, yeah, I was in the background, yeah. Mm. Oh, it really made me giggle. And coffee. that all happened in one day. Before it was called you Coffee Moments or something like that. <laughs> My phone was like, I know, you, I know you. I know your bag. I know your coffee bag. This is what you want. You absolute coffee bee. Yeah, I'm a coffee bean. Uh, funny. Really made me laugh this week. Mm. I'm glad that on. you were able to list ten reasons as to why you like it. I think I'm going to get coffee. You grab yourself a takeaway. <laughs> oh, I don't want I'm really hungry. Mm. I really want coffee. I don't want yummy, yummy saki soba. <laughs> yummy saki soba? That would be salmon yaki soba. <laughs> on that note, we'll love you and leave you. Have an incredible week. Phil's off to make some coffee. I'll see you all later. Uh, bye. Love you all. Bye.